Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. On News Radio 930 WBEN. So good to be with you this Friday morning. Lots to get into, but before we get into the topic of the day, went to the movies last night, went to go see A Quiet Place 2, and let me tell you, I thought it was better than A Quiet Place, which usually the sequel, you go in with uh, an understanding that it's probably not going to be as good as the first one. All right, Back to the Future, the good one, the second one was good, not as good as the first. The third one should never have been made, okay? Uh, but A Quiet Place, the second one, I would say it was better than the first one. If you haven't seen it, go see it. And am I out of the loop? Because, you know, usually I feel like I read things, I know what's going on, okay? But during the movie, they never turn the lights off. And I thought that was uh, weird and kind of took away from the experience, right? You want to go to a movie theater. You don't want the lights on during the movie, especially a movie like A Quiet Place. The sound was great. You know, your seat, the sound is being absorbed by your seat. That's really cool. And then the lights are on. I was not a fan of the lights on during the movie. And I don't know, is this a COVID thing? Or are we, are we having lights on now during the movies? Because if so, I don't think that's good for the theaters. I'm just saying. I'm just saying lights on during the movie, uh, not a good thing. In my opinion. You know, that's why you go to the theater. You want the, the movie theater experience. I remember back in the, uh, back in the days of uh, Hornell, New York, the movie theater they had there, 
you know, you'd be watching the movie in a nice dark theater, and then someone would open the door and let that and let a little bit of light in. It was, it was, it was like, can, can you close the door? Can the door be closed? When I watch a movie, I, I want the movie theater experience. I want the buttery popcorn. I want the bunch of crunch. I want a large soda. And I don't want the lights on. I mean, I mean that's, that's me in a movie. And I want the reclining seats. I mean, but hey. Uh, first text of the day, all three Back to the Future movies were epic. Back to the Future is my favorite trilogy. The third one we could do without. Let's just be honest. We could do without it. All right? The car. Oh, I don't want. I don't want to give away the ending in case you haven't seen it. Um, but the, I thought the third one definitely we could do without. But a quiet place too. If you haven't seen it, go see it. If you liked the first one, I think it's better. Um, but if you're going to see a quiet place too, obviously go see the first one first uh, because it is a continuation of the first movie, and uh, it's very it's very fun to point out where in Buffalo or where in Western New York uh, the scene is. I had a lot of fun doing that yesterday. Um, not sure people sitting around us enjoyed me talking during the movie as much, um, but had a lot of fun pointing out uh, where where everything was. And uh, yeah, if, if you're uh, looking for something to do this weekend, maybe go see A Quiet Place too. Now to things that are in the news. And we'll be taking your calls on this, 803-0930. By the way, if you haven't noticed, it's uh, BMAZ and Beamer. BMAZ on his way to vacation. So you're stuck with just Beamer today and Monday. Um, I don't know if you've seen what's going on, if you've read the news uh, over the last few days. But the Tapo Day Club decided to post their dress code. Okay? And they posted what... I think, was a day club dress code. Okay, as someone who's, you know, gone to other day clubs outside of Buffalo, I thought that was the standard dress code for day clubs. Okay, do I agree with everything on the dress code? No, but I thought that was the standard day club dress code. Well, then, after posting the dress code on their door, um, social media did what social media does, posted it all over, and now we're being told that the dress code at the Tapo Day Club is racist. Everything now is just going to get the the racist label? I'm, I'm sorry. Number one, I think that it's so dangerous to call a dress code racist when looking at this dress code, okay? So we're going we're gonna to break it down, and you tell me how this is a racist dress code. You know, with a word like that, when you accuse people of being racist or you accuse motives to be racist, you're taking a word that is supposed to carry a lot of weight. And when you just loosely throw that word around, you're taking the weight away from it, which in my opinion is dangerous. And when there are so many other issues going around in this country that do need attention when it comes to race, 
and race relations. And we are now going to call the day club dress codes racist. I think you need a pretty good reasoning of why you're doing that. So let's look through that. And I'm going to start with the Tapo Day Club and what some were called offensive for their dress code. And we're going to start with this one. The dress code forbid athletic jerseys, hoodies, oversized jewelry, bandanas, and excessive baggy clothing. That that was the first part. In flat brim hats were, were, were were deemed racist. Okay. Let's see. Flat brim hats, hoodies, and clothing with designer logos on it. That was my outfit yesterday at work. I wore a Under Armour hoodie. I had a flat brim Virginia Tech hat on. And my shorts, my shorts are probably considered baggy. But when the Tapo Day Club said that is not the clothing we think goes with the image of the Tapo Day Club, it's all of a sudden it's racist. But the clothing that they mentioned is clothing that 32-year-old Joe Beamer, a white man, wears on a regular basis. So I don't understand how putting that on the Tapo Day Club's dress code, saying if you want to come to this day club, open to the public, by the way, we would say don't wear these things. Okay, now that's the Tapo Day Club. Let's look at another one. Let's go to Vegas and look at the Dre's Beach Club. That's a day club in Las, Ve- in Las Vegas. And they've been open for some time. Um, and by the way, Joe Beamer, the guy on the radio right now, has been kicked out of that beach club for wearing something against their, their dress code. But let's look. Let's look. The beach club in Las Vegas, here is their dress code. No athletic shorts. Oh, that was on the tapo. No hats at all. Not just flat brim hats, no hats at all at the beach club. No baggy clothing. No, no, um, what was the wording? Hold on. No oversized or excessive jewelry. Oh, that's on theirs too. No hoodies. No torn clothing. No sandals. It looks very similar to the dress code that Tapo Day Club was called racist for posting. Interesting. So Tapo Day Club does it. They're called racist. The Dre's Beach Club, which has been in business for a while now, it took over the spot where Bill's Gambling Saloon used to be. That's not called racist. And as I said, do you know who's been kicked out of the Dreas Beach Club for wearing stuff that was on their dress code? Me, a white guy. I was kicked out a few years ago. I was in Vegas for my buddy's bachelor party, and they had a day, um, uh, the day portion of that day was at the beach club. Okay, so we get ready to go. We dress up. I put a Mets jersey on. Now, athletic jerseys 
are against the dress code. It was against the Tapo dress code, and it's against the Dre's Beach Club dress code. I go in. I walk in with my group. Guess what? I didn't follow the dress code. I had to walk back down to the Cosmopolitan and change to something that was on the dress code. Now, was that was that to get rid of was that to get rid of me? Was that to get rid No, that was within this club there is a dress code. Athletic jerseys, no. Baggy shorts, athletic shorts, no. They don't want hats at all at the beach club. But is that racist? I don't understand the connection to having a dress code as racist. But it seems like that word is thrown around for everything now. Everything is racist motivations. Really? Do you think the Tapo pool... I'm sorry, I'm getting the name wrong, and I apologize. I'm I'm mixing up the names of two places. Do you think the Tapo Day Club is really trying to put out a racist message? Do you think the Tapo Day Club on Chandler Street is trying to is trying to put a message out there that minorities aren't welcome by this dress code? Is that really what you what you pick up when you read this dress code this dress code or are they just trying to mimic other day clubs around the country. But what's the first thing they get thrown? They get thrown, oh, you're racist. And we see this time and time again. Anything that you disagree with, oh, well, it must be racist. And that is just, do you understand if we just start calling everyone racist and everything racist with racist motivations? That then the things that need the attention, you know, like race relations in this country, we don't focus on that. No, instead we're focusing on a dress code and we're saying it's racist because they said no hoodies or flat brim hats, two pieces of clothing that a 32-year-old white guy wore to work yesterday. But that's racist? How about do some research? How about do some research before you just throw that word around? How about look at other day clubs around the country? How about actually leave Buffalo for for once? How about do that? Instead of the day the, the dress codes come out, you just look at it and go, well, must be racist. I, I, I have no... If you have an issue... With the things, with the dress code, you might say it's overly restrictive. Okay, I get that. I don't understand who wears a belt to a pool club. That was a bit odd. No bags bigger than the size of a cell phone. Okay. I understand having issues with with certain things on the list, but to say that the point of the dress code was racist and it was to it, it was to uh it was meant to not include minorities well there's no basis for that argument and again i think it's overly dangerous 
to just throw that out right away and say, well, this is racist. And we're doing that so often in the USA today. And I'd like to know your thoughts. 803-0930, star 930. The first text on the board is Beamer, you're an idiot. So we're off to a great start. Let's go to Ontario and talk to a guy who has done a very good job uh, traveling this great country. It's uh, Pete. Pete, good morning. Sorry about that. How you doing? I'm doing well, Pete. What do you think about calling the Tapo Day Club um, dress code racist? Well, you know what? You know as well as I do. We see this. Obviously, you're engaged in everything going on political and, and social, especially locally. And it, it, it's, it, it is what it, it, it's to be expected. Are you shocked by it? I'm not shocked by it. I mean, they have nothing. Let's face it. Obviously, the social end of this coming at, at these people is less. Those, they, they don't have any policy structure that works. Everything they do is a flat-out failure. So if the only thing that, that, that is stimulates any kind of reaction for them is calling everybody racist, what's going to happen is, you know, a year or two down the road, this is going to mean nothing to anybody. Who's racist? What is racist? Like, I, I don't – it's a joke. You know as well as I do, Beans. It's, a jo- it's all a joke. I mean, who, who could take this seriously? Who are these people? It really is, Pete. And like I said earlier, I think it's dangerous because instead of instead of addressing the real issues we have with race relations in this country, we're talking about a dress code at a day club that, if you look around the country, mimics other day clubs in this country and around the world. So they're all racist, too. They'll all be racist. Everybody be racist. I tell you what, we are watching the demise and the collapse of the greatest country in America and the greatest part, the, the, probably the strongest hold is the social media. And, and, and we have journalists that are de- part of the Democrat Party. They're not journalists at all. And, and on a daily basis, right in front of our faces, we are literally watching the collapse of the greatest country that gave everybody hope throughout the free world and those in the third world hope that they could make their towns and their country like America. We are watching the demise of that. What a shame. You know, get close to God and your family. Let's hope for the best. All right, you have a great day. Pete, have a good weekend, man. I appreciate it. And here's the question I have. If you're saying that these rules, this dress code is racist, would you give me a call, 803-0930? I'd like to hear the other side of this. I'd like to hear the argument that says, yeah, that this is racist. And tell me why the dress code itself and what about the dress code targets only minorities? Because I'm not seeing that. Again, as someone who was kicked out of a similar type of club for wearing something against the dress code. As someone who regularly wears clothing that was on that dress code, I'd like to know the argument, why is this racist? Why is the dress code itself racist? That's a conversation I want to have. I've been looking to have that conversation. Unfortunately, when you look to have 
a conversation, when you look to get the other point of view, seemingly the other point of view just wants to throw, turn this into an argument. And that happens with people on the left and that happens with people on the right. And it seems like instead of having a conversation, instead of telling me why I'm wrong, it turns into a yell fest. And then as someone put it on the text board, then I'm somehow a racist because I don't see how the dress code is racist. Instead of actually giving me examples of why this is racist and not just a restrictive dress code. And yes, I will agree with you if you say that's overly restrictive. You're not getting an argument with me on that. But to go as far as calling it racist, I think is going too far. What do you think? 803-0930, star 930. It's Maz and Beamer on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back. Maz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you. Brian is on vacation and hope he is enjoying himself. So let's go over this dress code, okay? This dress code at Tapo Day Club, 803-0930 is your number. And I am looking, I, I am looking for someone who disagrees with me. And, and all I'm asking is why? And why when you look at this dress code is the first thing you think, wow, that's racist. Why is that immediately where your head goes when you look at this dress code? So let's go through it. I I read you the Dreyas in Las Vegas dress code that has been their dress code since they opened, okay? It's been their dress code since they opened with no issue. But let's go to the Tapo uh, Day Club, a, a a place that I would like to go visit. All right, I I won't wear my Mets jersey. It's a place I'd like to go visit. I'm getting married right down the street. So it's an area that I'm spending a lot of time in the next few months getting ready for my wedding. Um, It's a beautiful area. If you've not been down there, if you've not checked out Thin Man and Tapo Pizza, the uh, cider bar across the street, 
Thin Man Tapo Pizza, where my reception is, the cider place across the street where the ceremony is. Uh, so it's a beautiful area. I, I love what they've done with it. Um, but let's look at this dress code. And you tell me, 8030930, if you want to call or text, what about this is racist? Because I'm not seeing it. And that's not immediately where my head goes when I read this dress code. Now, I think a few things on here are overly restrictive. And we'll start with no backpacks. Now, when I think of going to a day club, I think of bringing a change of clothes. So I, I think that might be a little much. Uh, bags must be smaller than cell phone. Um, I, don't, I don't get that one. No graphic tees. Okay. No athletic jerseys of any kind. Right there, the rule that got me kicked out of the beach club in Vegas. No camouflage. All right. Mazarowski wouldn't be able to go. No headphones, no hoodies. Again, I'm wearing a hoodie right now as we speak. No flat brim hats. Belts required. Questionable. I don't understand why you need belts at a day club, but no work boots. Makes sense. No work boots to a pool club. Okay. No ripped jeans. I Okay. No excessive or oversized jewelry. No bandanas. Women may wear a headdress, no excessively baggy clothing, pants and shorts must be worn at waist, and surgical masks only. Uh, I won't get that last one. So you look at this and you immediately think racist. And I'm sorry, I'm just not making that connection. Are you looking at this and saying that only... I, 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 I just... I look at that and I think, okay, that's overly restrictive, but that that is their dress code to go take in their day club. But I don't look at this and go, wow, that's racist. They're trying to keep minorities out. That's not what goes through my head. What goes through my head is, wow, I really need to look through my closet because it's going to be difficult for me to find something that's not a hoodie or a, gra- or a, or a tee with a logo on it. And I can't bring my hats. That's what I think when I read this. I'd like to know what you think. 803-0930, star 930. Tim is out in Lancaster. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Joe. So I'm a little bit older, but these restrictions that I just heard you read. um, When the town opened up a pool, and the town was Chictawaga, they had restrictions. The only thing you could do is wear your bathing suit and bring a towel in. They would give you a, a, a small basket where you would put your clothing in, and you would have to take a shower before you would enter the pool. It, and girls had to wear um, bathing caps on their hair. As yeah. far as the, the backpacks and all that go, I'm sure it's, I don't know. I haven't been in there. I have seen the place. It's really, really nice. Um, I think the backpack and things like that because of the entitlement of society nowadays, everybody feels they're entitled. Well, these people invested a lot of money in this place. I think they have the right to make their own rules. I'm going to dinner tonight. I have to wear a shirt and tie and they have somewhat of a dress code in this restaurant. So I don't get what's the problem with some restrictions. I don't understand where that's racist. Yeah. 
Tim, that's that's the thing. I might not agree with every dress code, but the the uh, the first first thought to my head is not, oh, that must be racist. You mentioned dinner. I went out to dinner last Friday, and I had to again go through my closet and find something that uh, was was uh, in the definition of uh, you know uh, casual or business casual. <laughs> right, right. I got you. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate the call. That's Tim in Lancaster, and. and that's hey, you can look at this and say, "Wow, that's overly restrictive," or "I don't agree with this," or you can even look at that and say, "You know what? That's a little too much restrictions for me. I'm probably just not going to visit this place." But what I'm what I'm still not seeing, I am seeing the obvious text that I knew I would see, Joe, you know, calling me a racist for questioning why the dress code is racist. Yes, it's, but all I, I'm asking for is a reason why. Uh, is that that controversial to say I don't think the dress code is racist? But if you're saying it is racist, just call in and tell me why. And do you have the same issue with other clubs around the country that have similar dress codes? And where has where has where has it been where those places have been called out? Like I said, I, I think I'm a pretty simple person. And you can say that as a, as a good or a bad thing. I think I'm a very simple person. And this is how my, my, my thought process is. And I'm not saying it's right. But this is my, my thought process. I look at this dress code. And I identify a lot of things on that dress code with things I would wear. With things Jimmy would wear. With things Mazarowski would wear. I don't look at this dress code and think, oh, that's a dress code aimed at keeping minorities out. That doesn't go through my head at all. Again, I would probably be the person, just like that happened to me in Vegas, that would walk up to this door, see this sign, and go, I have to go change. You know? Sorry, I can't, I can't walk in there today. I didn't bring a change of clothes, and I'm wearing my Daryl Strawberry jersey. Uh, that's, that's the thought I have when I look at this. I don't think, wow, that's racist. Someone put on the on the text board, if anything, it might be targeting an age group, but definitely not racist. And I'm not even sure it goes that far. Again, it's restrictive. Yes. I'll have that argument with you. I don't see where it's racist. And I have yet to see an argument that points to a particular thing on this on this dress code that says right there it is that's that's them trying to keep out minorities i don't see it all i see is a restrictive dress code that if you go to miami you go to las vegas you go to new york city you will see a very similar dress code and all i'm asking is tell me where i am wrong let's go to chitawaga and that's where fred has been very patient fred good morning good morning um, I, 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 I want to say, uh, let me say this first, first, uh, um, my, my background is, is, uh, African-American. Um, I do listen to your show, uh, quite often. Um, and I would like to say that, um, concerning this, um, the argument about whether or not the dress code is racist, um, I want to say that it, that it, it is, and it isn't. Okay, and, and, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Okay. Uh, there's a certain group of ethnic uh, people who is more geared to wearing the type of um, 
clothing and apparel that is listed in the uh, listed as far as not being able to wear certain clothes in the in the club. As a matter of fact, my wife and I and some friends are actually going to the capos tonight. Um, and the thing that we have to really look at is that over the course of time, a certain group of people have are wearing these clothes and have been wearing it for years. Now, here's the one thing that you really have to look at. It's not the clothing. It's the behavior of the individuals. And we know that the clothing and the people who are wearing them are emulating those a lot of people who are, and I got to say it, who are gang members, who are in the music industry, and they're just trying to emulate them. And so it's, it's falling over into the businesses, okay? And then there's, there's the other group of people who look at that and say, um, and I got to say it, it's racist, all right? But the, the real issue is not the clothing. It's the behavior. So if the behavior is coming from people trying to emulate those who, are, who have made this um, clothing issue a problem, then yes, I think there should be a, a, a dress code. Now, I'll say this by ending. I'll end this by saying this. Um, a psychiatrist, when a psychiatrist diagnoses uh, a, a new patient, he does it based upon the years of study that other psychiatrists have done. So he's able to make uh, a diagnosis based upon years of study. And we know years of study with this clothing issue says that if people are going to dress like this, somewhere along the line, they're going to, their behavior is going to be the way that it has been portrayed over years. And that's my take on it. Fred, before we let you go, let me ask you, um, as an African-American, do you think they should have gotten rid of the dress code? Well, I'm, I'm going to say no. And the reason I'm saying no is because we've already seen the behavior. So the dress code, in my opinion, should stick. Fred, thank you so much for the call, man. Have a good weekend. You too. Fred in Chittawaga opens a line for you at 803-0930. And I'd be interested in what you think of what Fred said. You know, it, it's it's the behavior that goes with the clothing listed on the dress code. But at the end of the day, he said that he thinks the dress code should stay in place. I'd like to know what you think. 803-0930, um, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board also open at 803 803- Oh, 930. We're going to take these in order, starting in Amherst with Brian. Hey, Brian. Uh, sounding off of also Fred's comments, I listen to a lot of talk radio, especially uh, the full spectrum, and I listen to a lot of urban or African-American talk radio, and there's a liberal African-American sentiment and a conservative African-American sentiment, and when you throw it in, it's more of a cultural racial thing than actual race. Uh, people like Fred said, these people have been wearing clothing like this for, for decades now, and to be told that they're not allowed to, they look at that as, well, that's, the way, that's who I am, that's what I am, that's, that's my culture. 
and they look at that as being racist. Whether or not they act like fools or not when they're in the building, that's a whole nother story. And then the biggest issue in this that I hear with these urban talk stations is the gentrification of neighborhoods where they want it to be in the cultural norm that they're used to and not gentrified. So that leans back into this dress code being that they want to dress the way they want to dress because that's their culture, so to speak. And um, otherwise, they could deem it racist because it would be sort of like uh, having uh, an Indian, a Hindu couple who, who's fresh from uh, uh, Mumbai come into the buffalo and then she and they're dressed in their native garb and well it's not part of the dress code it's part of their culture all right brian and amherst thank you for that i i i look at the tapo day club dress code and i think of what if i wanted to go like um, a previous caller said they're going out to dinner tonight. You have to dress up, you know, and I think of, hey, the times you, you might not have picked this up from listening. I do not dress up. I don't like dressing up. If I could wear shorts, flip flops and, you know, either a T-shirt or a hoodie, depending on what season it is, I would be very comfortable. You know, right now I'm wearing a light hoodie with khaki shorts. I wish they were cargo shorts because I like the extra pockets and tennis shoes. And this is usually my outfit. This is my outfit most of the time. Now, if I was going somewhere tonight that said, hey, you got to wear a button up, you've got to do this. All right. I would do that. It's not, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable dressing up. I'm right now in my comfortable wear. I'm right now where I, you know, I, this is what I like to wear. I don't really like to go off the five, the five outfits I wear during the week. But if I wanted to go to the Tapo Day Club, if I wanted to go to a nice dinner tonight, then I'm okay taking that off. And with all due respect to Brian's call, I think it's it, it's a, it's completely different. You know, if you're talking about someone who is who's wearing clothing that is attributed to their to where they're from, I don't think that I don't think a hoodie, a flat brim hat, a camouflage, athletic jerseys. You know, it, it, that's that's very different than someone who is wearing, you know, they're um, wearing something that is from their culture. I think that's those are two completely different things. I understand what Brian was was saying, uh, but those are two completely different things. Yeah, I wear what I we- what I'm wearing right now most of the time. I think that identifies with me. If you see me wearing this like, oh, yeah, it's a regular day for Joe. If you see me with a button up shirt tucked in, you're like, oh. Something something serious is going on uh, with Joe today, um, and again, would looking at this this dress code uh, go? Eh, maybe maybe I don't want to go here today. That, that's that's possible. Maybe I don't want to bring an extra change of clothes so we can stop there today. That's possible. But when it all comes down to it, I don't think the point of this dress code was to keep out a a uh, was to keep out minorities. Was to keep out a particular race that's not what i see when i when i see this with this dress code what i see is it's uniform with the same type of places around the country let's go to depew where we find rachel rachel good morning 
Yes, good morning. Um, I'm calling because I think that Mr. Termini has every right to handle to to uh, you know to to manage his business in any way he wants to. I mean, this is a free country. Well, for for you know, well, I won't go there. But but I think that he has every right to to manage his business any way he wants to. And um, I think a dress code is a good idea, as a past caller did mention. And I just think that um, I, I just, you know, don't know what else to say except for, you know, I mean, I mean, if you don't like how business is handled, you know, just don't just don't be a patron. Right. You right. know, and and but don't sit at your computer and, you know, and, and run your mouth. You know, it's just, you know, just just don't go there. Rachel. <laughs> good point, Rachel. Thank you. That's Rachel in Depew. And, and again. If if there was something, if there was a business that were purposely trying to make, trying to, let me see how I, how, I, how I can word this. If there was a business that did not want to include everybody and it was a very blatant message, okay. Now, that's a discussion not only that we have to have, that is a business that we need to address right away, okay? But when you just call everything that you disagree with and you call it racist, then those heavier issues that we need to be focusing on, like race relations in this country, instead of focusing on that, we are talking about the dress code at a pool club that, as a texter said, you know, is trying to have that upscale image. Not a one race image. They're just saying to enter this place, these are the clothes you can't wear. I don't understand why we have to keep going back to racist. Why we keep having to go back to that argument and to use that word again so loosely. Because you just, it's a word that needs to have a lot of weight. If you call someone a racist, if a person is a racist, that's not a good person, and that's a person you definitely don't want associated with business, and you don't want a racist business in your community. Of course, everyone listening to my voice agrees with that. However, when you just liberally and loosely throw around the word racist, then you dilute a word that needs to have a lot of weight with it. And again, it changes the discussion. And now we did an hour on the dress code at a new at a new pool club in an up and coming district of Western New York. And people are are calling the owner a racist. Instead of saying, yeah, you know what, I don't agree with that. I'm probably just not going to visit that day club and addressing heavy issues that should be talked about daily and that should be addressed daily. 
I don't know. I just, I think it's very dangerous when we get to the point where we are accusing every business and every person we disagree with, accusing them as racist. I think it's very dangerous for where we should be focusing the attention when it comes to race relations in the United States of America. I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope you'll join me Sunday for Hardline starting at 10 a.m. David Bellavia is next right here on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 